Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. From the front page of the Herald today, Wednesday, the 23rd of March, 2022. Masks no longer required outdoors as eased COVID-19 regulations kick in. South Africa is on the cusp of returning to normality after President Cyril Ramaphosa announced significant changes to the COVID-19 regulations last night. Lead story on the front page of the Herald today, Bay Council turmoil deepens. Coalition on shaky ground as vacancies declared for Northern Alliance members. For more on these and other stories, check out heraldlive.co.za. Big story this week. Drivers from different e-hailing platforms across South Africa, such as Uber, Uber Eats, Mr. D, Bolt and InDriver, have declared a national protest. Three days of protest. They're going to be striking. And they started in Pretoria yesterday, representing the drivers, their Eastern Cape spokesperson, and that's Shaba Lehana. Shaba, thank you for joining us. Maybe just tell us who it is that you're representing before we get into the details of what the strike is all about. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Darren. And uh, good morning to your listeners as well. Uh, number one is uh, Eastern Cape. Uh, we have uh, United E-Hailers Association. We have Nelson Mandela Bay uh, Association. We have uh, uh, East London. We have Umtata. We have King Williamstown. So that is the Eastern Cape uh, part of Unity in Diversity. That's your name, Unity in Diversity? Unity in Diversity is the national forum for us all as a coalition of e-hailers in South Africa. Can you tell us roughly how many drivers you represent, Shaba? Roughly uh, province to province, we have close to 25,000. That's a big number. What are the drivers demanding? What is the strike all about? I know that there have been simmering tensions over the past couple of years between e-hailers and the taxi associations. Is that at the heart of it or is it something else? It's that and more. It's uh, the disrespect. It's the disregard. It's uh, the exploitation. It's the manipulation. Man- manipul- uh, uh, manipulation. Yeah. Who is manipulating and exploiting you? It is, it is straightforward. It's, it's, it's the apps. So the Ubers, the Bolts? It's the apps. When they charge the next to nothing prices for trips, it's the apps when they take uh, unilateral decisions without consultation. Because you have to understand that if you, if you are made to believe that you are in a partnership where you have no decision-making right, that's downright expectation. Because number one, we are not employees. The understanding is that we are business partners. But to you as the operating business partner, do you have a say in how the business is structured in terms of pricing, in terms of safety, in terms of all those other aspects uh, that are involved you know, in, in the daily running of the business? So I'll say uh, the manipulation and the exploitation stems from there. Also, uh, I want to come home now uh, from the government side. Remember, with the fourth industrial revolution, our government promised us uh, that uh, they will be bringing in jobs. And hence, these uh, apps are here. These apps are here to exactly uh, meet that demand. And fair enough, yes, they are playing their part. 
But now you can't just bring someone and just drop them there at the, at the, at the door. Who are you directing your message to? And what is it that you want them to do? Is it towards government? Our message is twofold. Our message is directed to government, number one, because there is no industry in South Africa that is not regulated. You go to builders, there's NHBRC, uh, you go to, I mean, there are all these bodies that regulate. Sure. But not here. That's number one. That's part one. There's two, the part two is to the apps, our so-called partners. But as, I mean, we see petrol hikes every day. This guy's got here in 2013. That's the first time uh, the first app got here, uh, Uber. The base price has been 21 rands since 2013. We are approaching the 10th year. How much is a liter of petrol? Now, you must understand that a trip doesn't start when you load someone into your car. A trip starts on your way to pick up uh, the client before they are even in your car. That's fuel burned. So really you have to, I mean, even as a business ratio, it, it doesn't make sense. How a, a trip can cost 21 rents and a liter of petrol is also 21 rents, which means this trip is for free. You are actually paying for this trip that you are offering this person. Why do you need government to set the rates in your industry? Are these not private companies that you should be pressuring to do it? If, as you say, since 2013, there hasn't been an increase in the fees that an Uber, for example, charge? Uh, a business in, 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 in any country you know, uh, uh, operates according to the laws of the country. I mean, these companies uh, came in as, as tech companies, but now it's clear they are transport companies. Now. No business, you know, operates in no country without the proper laws. So there's regulation because, because of such issues, uh, especially with the pricing. You must remember here, we are in a transport industry, and of which even the taxi industry is, is regulated. I mean, if you look at the meter taxis, you know, there's a regulation on that as well. So why is this one so special that it cannot be? I mean, you, 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 you can't operate as if you're operating in no man's land. There are laws in the country. Give us an idea, percentage-wise, what does the average Uber driver, what percentage would he take from the fee that's being charged to a client? Oh, that's scary. That's scary. I'll make you an example from, uh, let's say, your, 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 your pay strip, the 21 rands one. Right. At 21 rands, this app's... Uh, Claim to say that no, we are taking uh, 15, 20%. But no, there are also a, a built in cost there. They will charge you for connecting you with your client. That's outside their commission, which is that 15. They will charge you uh, 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 for connecting you with the client. They will charge you. There's also a tax in there that is built in. So you find out from that 21 rent. 35% already is gone towards the app. Mm. So what are you left with? I mean, you're running a, a trip, you're probably getting nine rand out of that trip. Now, can you really take someone? I mean, that's even less than a, than a taxi. So we're looking at maybe 25 to 30% of the total fee lands up in the driver's pocket. That's correct. And now that's outside of the fuel, the car maintenance, 
and also the data was remember we use a lot of data to connect to these apps you are using data for gps you are using data to connect with the app you are using data to connect with the app and the rider and i would imagine shaba i would imagine that maintenance of the vehicle is the responsibility of the Uber driver as well. And obviously, everyone wants to drive in a vehicle that's safe. Passenger safety is important. Safety is important, actually, to add on to the other cost of the data because at times we get into sticky situations, uh, suspicious trips, and of which you have to not only use data now, you have to go into your phone and be able to call just to verify if the rider is the rider that we say they are. So you have to now also use airtime. Now, the, the fact that the safety part is the one that is, because I understand some of these apps, what they do, they do they do a vetting, okay. I speak for Uber, Uber, okay, will vet you, they will do, they will want your criminal records and all of that. But then there's, there are these other apps, your, your, your balls and the likes, where now we have scary situations of people even you know, renting people's profiles. So you can have a gentleman, you can have a lady profile and yet you are a gentleman. You can have someone that is able to access, you know, somebody's profile and rock up in a different car. Now, the scary part is that now, that is that also affects now the, the clients. That is why there are such incidents of, uh, you know, people being, you know, like the, 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 the recent uh, rape case. I mean, if there were those safety uh, procedures, some of the stuff wouldn't even be happening. If I might move on, we've looked at passenger safety, uh, driver safety. What are the relationships like around South Africa between the e-hailers and the taxi associations? As we said at the start, tensions have been simmering for a couple of years. What is the relationship like at the moment? Uh, It's sticky. There's no relationship. And uh, based on exactly the fact that the taxi guys are complaining that in order to be able to work somewhere, you need to have an employment contract. Now, at the workplace, you will have an employment contract. Said no. Now you are working here. This is your this is your designation in the in, in the organisation. Now it's different in transport, especially with the permits. The taxis have root permits. That is your employment contract. You say. You are a taxi, you are driving from Motherwell to here, this is your route. Uh, you are permitted to, you know. Now for us in e-hailing, because we are ride hailing, you know, we pick up from, you know, from places of convenience. There's not even that document to say that we are permitted uh, either by the municipality or by the Department of Transport to perform. So that's where it gets sticky with the taxi guys because now they say, okay, so there's a different set of rules for us, but oh no, these guys have got a different set of rules because what? They are multinational companies so they can come into the country. So that, that is a source of, of, of some of the conflict, you know, that arises. Sure. Hence, I, uh, our, 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 our relationship with the taxi guys, yeah, it, it stems from that. Right, we're all hoping that improves. If we could look at the strike action that's planned, three days of strike action by e-hailing drivers. Give us an idea why now and what form will the strike action take? Enough is enough. 
We've tried, we've tried the round table, we've sent memorandum, we've sent emails, we've tried every amicable way, you know, to try and resolve this. And the, the fear and worry is that, you know, being the fourth IR and these tech companies are coming in, I mean, it's a start. Who's to say that there will be a tech company coming for a different sector or for a different industry? I mean, it starts with us, yeah, transport. If we let this go now, it can move into, into, into other industries. So let's snip it in the bud right now and, 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 and forge a way forward of, of, of controlling, taking control. I mean, this is our country. Sure. We need to take control. We need to make the necessary laws and rules for people to operate. People can't just come in from anywhere and do as they, as they please. That can't be correct. I'm sure you'll agree with me. I think I do. And I think you'd agree with me that violence is not something we like to see that accompanies protest action. Have you guys taken uh, steps to make sure that all the strike action and protests and marches and handing over of memorandums are done in a peaceful and orderly fashion? We've done more than that. We are working together with the, with the, with the uh, police officials. Also from our members, we have marshals that are stationed, you will see them in the, in the, in the orange and yellow vests that will be uh, monitoring, that will be uh, protecting, that also that will be, uh, you know, guiding uh, traffic as well. But uh, as far as uh, going to City Hall, because I understand now there's also a council meeting, so we will not be driving, we will be walking. Yesterday, Uber and Bolt drivers were on strike in the Pretoria Central Business District. And there were reported incidents of intimidation of non-striking drivers. Have you heard those reports? Have you got any comment on that? I've heard those reports. And uh, suffice to say that actually it was uh, our colleagues that were able to apprehend, you know, the perpetrators. Because uh, let's be honest, as much as you can take so many or much precautionary measures, there will be those elements. Some may come in as friends of the protest, not necessarily members. You know, some will be just elements, just just trying to take advantage of the situation. But uh, that was resolved because our members were able to apprehend those perpetrators. Actually, they are in custody. Final question for you this morning. We saw the Pretoria CBD occupied yesterday. Where is your strike action taking place? What form will it take today, Wednesday, and tomorrow, Thursday? Can you share details with us? Uh, details uh, starting at uh, Kabeha, uh, it's the mayor's office, and then East London, the MEC of transport. Uh, in Pretoria, we are going to the MEC of uh, transport. Uh, Mr. Mamabulo, because yesterday was the union buildings and the DTIC. Uh, Cape Town, Cape Town will be going to to to, to Parliament, uh, and we really need your prayers, guys. Uh, at least to just make headway in terms of what we are doing, what we are trying to achieve, and also it is for the benefit of each and every South African. We understand the inconvenience that this is causing, but if we do not take a stand right now. There's fear that things might run amok. We need to, 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 I mean, the freedom that we fought for, we need to start uh, protecting it. This is a, 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 a constitu- constitutional 
a country run by a constitution and it should be respected. And hence, we are exercising our constitutional right of protesting because we want to do things the right way. We do not want to go throwing stones and, and doing all those funny things. We hope it all goes off well and smoothly and without any violence or intimidation. Shaba, appreciate your time today. I know you've got a busy day ahead of you. Behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, thank you very much, Darren. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann.